Praise God. Hallelujah. Good to be here in the glory. Shaka. Holy, holy, holy. <laughs> you want to hear that again? uncreated light within the inner vision of your inner man and you will see as Moses saw through sapphire stones the back of God the Father the unfolding of creation before the beginning of time a single drop an utterance, a word, a sound, first note of a song, which was love. It could only be understood in the context of divine, uncreated wisdom, which formed wisdom, creating wisdom so that wisdom could be understood, uncreated wisdom, could only be understood by created wisdom for that 
creation, to understand that which is uncreated. It had to observe, to see, taste, and touch that that which came from the Father's hand, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, an understanding of a divine family unit so that the creation could understand through that which was created in the higher realms what is divine love. How could that which is beyond knowing unknown become known to a precious and beloved creation? An unfolding. What first began as a flash, a concept, a desire birthed in the heart of your father. I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before your soul was fashioned in the higher places of the heaven, that which comes down from above. Before you made your way into the earth, you came down those sapphire stones, that tree. You and me, like the letters that came from primordial Torah, almost like a dance, the way they flow down like a river of fire, a river of living word, each and every letter alive, living and active, created so that we might understand that which is created with just one drop of the divine seed carrying seed within producing seed after its own kind fruit after its own kind perfect love the freedom to choose the freedom to keep or to lose that which was given. Never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. It was written before the beginning of time. Disharmony, discord, at the freedom of choice, by those choices of high ranking angels who fell through beauty and pride, discord, disharmony, the song had been changed, creation had been marred, even those souls being formed who would come into the earth now must stand the test, the trial in the earth dimension, in a formed world. by which that blood of a holy seed, uncreated light, the living word of God, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins since before the beginning of time, who came down sapphire stones, 
He was hung on a tree. And he came into the earth. And all the host of heaven rejoiced at the Savior's birth. What is this? A chance to start again. To give mankind the opportunity to live life in the flesh. A blank slate born here without memory of what happened before the beginning of time. Without memory of that which transpired in the heavens since the fall of the angels and the fall of man that played out on the earth. Every spirit of a man or a woman given the opportunity to choose whom they would serve. And if you cling to the golden rings filled with sapphire stones, the living word, his word will not return void His word will return with you into the high heavens, into paradise, salvation on the earth, salvation for the eternal part of you. to repair the song of creation. Chariots of fire. Ophanum, heads of angelic orders over chariots of fire be released to you, to take you higher, to seal you with holy fire. To make a decision in your heart today that who you were even yesterday is gone. Let the new creation come forth in a greater way by lightning or fire through sapphire stones within you to find the secret stairway of the sky and ascend. Arise, for your light has come. The glory of the living one, the living word, lives within you who call on his name for salvation and salvation is sure as you cling to him within you, not to rungs of the other side, not to the fallen angel nature of fallen man but to that renewed nature of that renewed mind of Christ, the rainbow 
of the glory, the Shekinah glory, like a bow in the cloud, like a cloud full of rain, raining, glory, Shekinah and Kavad, glory within you and all around you. Your sins are forgiven. Pick up your mat and walk. Open your eyes and see. Go and sin no more. Holy fire through your eyes. You will never be the same again. As you make that decision to change, your consciousness, your thoughts, going up to be higher like his thoughts, a higher realm, a higher dimension, that world in which the concept of your creation, you as a creation, this world as a creation, all dimensions, realms, and worlds, as they passed through like a flash of lightning, the thought, the desire, the will of the Father. And let what He has willed and desired come to pass quickly. And let the desire of that fallen red dragon come to nothing. Let all of His plans for your life and for the lives of all the people on earth present and future. His desires be crushed, anathema out of the earth, canceled, foiled, confused, come to nothing. And let the champions arise like never before, empowered through the faith of the Father, through the rest of the seventh day in the heights of heaven, in that place, and be sealed in Jesus' name. Oh. <laughs> it's such a peaceful realm here. I think it'd be best just to soak for a few minutes. Just absorb this in. And if the spirit wills, we'll continue on teaching in a little bit.
Oh, it's juicy stuff. It's so strong that I think if I continue to play it, I'll just trance out the whole broadcast. <laughs> that was really awesome. Mm. <laughs> you gotta be careful with this background music. It'll just knock you out. <laughs> Thank you, Father, for your peace today that continues to pass all our understanding. We lean not on our own understanding that has no peace in it, but in all our ways we acknowledge you so that it passes understanding. In the walk of peace, the walk of peace crushes Satan under your feet. We thank you for it tonight. If people take in heavenly flight and greater glory light out of the night into the day star on high manifesting Christ formed in their entire spirit. Their whole soul yielded to Christ in their spirit and all their flesh and the impulses of the flesh crucified to the purposes and plans of Jesus Christ inside their spirit tonight. In Jesus' name. We're going to rise higher and higher than ever before. I feel such a new beginning this spring in all the world in 2023. <laughs> it's because of one thing only, a people maturing in Jesus Christ within them. Don't give bewitchment the credit. Don't think it's because of some kind of thing going on on the outside. There's a people growing up in Christ on the inside. A glorification of the last temple. <laughs> God dwelling in His people with all of His wisdom, with all of His righteousness, with all of his purity and with all of his power and with all of his holiness. Let the remnant shine forth and say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Say what? Say that it is so. So. <laughs> Which is amen. Let them say amen, amen to Christ formed in their inner man. Let all the denial of Christ coming into their flesh be burned out of them to pass every test in Jesus Christ. There is a, a peace now. Why does it pass understanding? Because it's His understanding, not yours. What is the path of righteousness? Getting out of human understanding into Jesus Christ's understanding. I want to read something to you. Acts 26, 23 in the Amplified. That the Christ, the Messiah, the anointing was to suffer. And that he, by being the first to rise from the dead with an incorruptible body, would proclaim light as salvation, both to the Jewish people and to the Gentiles. Now, the first to rise from the dead with an incorruptible body. So the resurrection from the dead is gaining incorruptible bodies that cannot die. What does the resurrection do? Gains the incorruptible body. And the Bible says, 
Acts 26.23 that the incorruptible body would proclaim light. So a corruptible body proclaims false light. A corruptible body proclaims death. A soul submitted to a corruptible body has no gospel in it. But a soul yielded to the resurrection is connected to the incorruptible body of Jesus Christ glorified at the right hand of the Father in Zion proclaiming light what is salvation it tells you here in Amplified light is the salvation of the incorruptible body of Jesus and I want you to read here he's the first to rise what are you? right after him you are rising to your Lord in the resurrection by the light of salvation in the believing of the gospel. A gospel that's a proclamation of light that produces salvation. Amen. <laughs> Romans 3, 4. We're going to do a, a rising intensification tonight. Absolutely not. God will always be proven faithful and true to His Word. While people are proven to be liars, this will fulfill what is written in the Scriptures. Your words will always be vindicated, and you will rise victorious when you are being tried by your critics. Romans 3, 4. You will rise victorious when you are being tried by by your critics. Romans 6, 5 For you have become a part of him and so you died with him. So to speak, when he died and now you share his new life and shall rise as he did. <laughs> Just say, I'm gonna rise as he did. It is written, now you share in his new life. How? How do we share in Jesus Christ's life, the Bible says, by rising as he did. If you lay hands on your spirit, you begin to see the part of you that rises as he did. The Bible says, he was raised by the Spirit. He was raised by the Spirit of glory, and he was raised by the Spirit of holiness, the same person, the third person of the Trinity that we are conducting here today. We worship you, Holy Ghost. <laughs> Ready for this? Romans 8.15 in the Passion Translation. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. <laughs> But you have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. For you will never feel orphaned. For as he rises up within us, say it again, he rises up within us. He rises up within us. Our spirits join him in saying the words of tender affection, Beloved Father. <laughs> Amen. 
Romans 8, 26. And in a similar way, the Holy Spirit takes hold of us in our human frailty. That means inside our flesh. To empower us in our weakness. For example, at times we don't even know how to pray or know the best things to ask for. But the Holy Spirit rises up within us to super intercede, super intercede on our behalf, pleading to God with emotional sighs too deep for words. <laughs> I know laughter is a manifestation of the Holy Spirit that's too deep for words. Romans 8.34 Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ who died, yea, rather, who is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Romans 15.12 And further Isaiah says, There shall be a sprout from the root of Jesse, he who rises to rule over the Gentiles. In him shall the Gentiles hope. <laughs> what else rises? As your spirit rises, so does your thanks in all of your words, and so does all your praise to God rise. Romans 16.25 All our praises rise to the one who is strong enough to make you strong. Exactly as preached in Jesus Christ. Precisely as revealed in the mystery kept secret for too long, but now an open book through the prophetic scriptures. All the nations of the world can now know the truth and be brought into obedient belief, carrying out the orders of God, who got all this started, down to the very last letter. <laughs> Holy, whoa, whoa, Shabbat. <laughs> whoa, the word just wax me. <laughs> Holy. Thank you, Jesus. Ready for this? Holy! 1 <laughs> Corinthians 9.1 Am I not free, unrestrained, and exempt? Man, I feel fire released all over my neck and my shoulders just now. We released the ministry of the seraphim to burn everyone up of their humanity and to intensify Christ's divinity inside your spirit. Am I not free, unrestrained, and exempt from any obligation? Am I not an apostle? Have I not seen Jesus, our risen Lord, in person? Are you not the result and proof of my work in the Lord? 1 Corinthians 15.4 This is good. A time in the Word of God magnifying the risen nature of Jesus Christ in your spirit. That's what the Holy Ghost wants to do. 
1 Corinthians 15, 4, and that he was buried, and that he hath risen on the third day, according to the writings. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> 1 Corinthians 15, 17, and if Christ is not risen, your faith is futile. You are still in your sins if Christ is not risen from the dead. But now, Christ is risen from the dead, and you become the first fruits of those who were asleep in sin. No longer sleeping, to be practicing the mortal man is to be sleeping in sin. But because Christ is risen, you're no longer sleeping. 1 Corinthians 15:20 says, "Because of the resurrection, you are awakening in your spirit." The awakening of the spirit is the resurrection. If there is no awakening of the spirit, 1 Corinthians 15 says, "You are still unforgiven in your sins." Apostle Paul says, Our entire ministry is to awaken you, to awaken your spirit. The awakening is the removal of sin. If you lay hands on your belly, let your spirit awaken. Holy Ghost, intensify the resurrection of Jesus in every listener's spirit. Bam! <laughs> Glory. 1 Corinthians 15.22 Everyone dies because all of us are related to Adam, being members of his sinful race. And wherever there is sin, death results. But all who are related to Christ, let's just say it, I'm related to Christ, <laughs> will rise again. Amen. But here is the order of events. Christ is the first of those who rise from the dead. When he comes back, those who belong to him will be raised. How's he coming back? Through you, before he comes to you. As he comes through you, guess what happens? Resurrection, which is awakening. Now, if the mind submits to the flesh, it resists awakening and it resists rising. Just understand the renewed mind is the mind that clings to the resurrection and desires more than anything to awaken to Jesus in all of his light. What is salvation? We just read in Acts 26. Salvation is the light proclaimed from the resurrection. The resurrection of Jesus Christ comes with light, which is power, demonstrations of the kingdom, angel armies, and the gospel. That's what brings salvation. When you bring forth the same light from the realm of his resurrection through your hearts awakened by faith. Amen. 1 Corinthians 15.35 How do the dead rise? The dead rise by the light 
proclaimed in the eternal gospel. <laughs> it's your spirit man awakening, your spirit man resurrecting, how the dead rise. 2 Corinthians 2.16 The unbelievers, they smell a deadly stench that's, that leads to death, but the believers smell the life-giving aroma that leads to abundant life, and who of us can rise to the challenge? Who can rise by life-giving aroma that leads to abundant life? You will, is the correct answer. You. You will rise to this challenge. Amen. <laughs> 2 Corinthians 4.10 We always carry around in our bodies the reality of the brutal death and suffering of Jesus. As a result, His resurrection life rises and reveals its wondrous power in our bodies as well. Let's say that one more time. This is deep. 2 Corinthians 4.10 in the voice translation. We always carry around in our bodies the reality of the brutal death and suffering of Jesus. As a result, His resurrection life rises and reveals its wondrous power in our bodies as well. <laughs> Amen. Now, the Bible says there's a resurrection of the dead and a resurrection of the living. How do the dead also rise with the living, you might ask? Galatians 5.9 tells you, Be careful, just a little yeast makes the whole batch of dough rise. Leaven and yeast causes a resurrection of the dead the truth of the Word of God in your spirit is the resurrection of the living. All will rise in these days, some to eternal death, because they only rose by the word of the enemy in their flesh. For the light causes both seeds of the enemy and the Word of God to make people rise. So, the teachings of this yeast that leavens the whole lump well what's the point of yeast rising sinners will rise too haven't you seen all these sinners who've risen to success all over the world they're rising to eternal destruction how do we rise to eternal salvation we rise as we've been teaching tonight through the gospel proclaimed into our spirit if you're not awakening your spirit, you rise in the flesh. You rise in the soulish nature as an unbeliever. You rise in death. But we rise in life by the spirit of holiness through our whole spirit awakening. Amen. That's the living and the dead. But the Bible says both rise. Amen. So let your spirit awaken. That's the part of you that makes you legitimate children of God is if your spirit is growing in awakening 
and in the light of salvation. And your spirit man is transfiguring your soul and body from the inside out. That's the evidence that the gospel has been received by your spirit. We preach to awaken hearts. Amen. Ephesians 2.21 Those with awakened hearts, in Him the whole structure is joined, bound, welded together harmoniously, and it continues to rise, to grow and increase into a holy temple in the Lord. The resurrection is the growing and the increasing of the holy temple of the Lord. Without the resurrection of the human spirit by the proclamation of the gospel full of glory light, there is no glorification of the temple of the body of Christ. But through awakened hearts, the whole temple is glorified, increased, and grows as a sanctuary dedicated, consecrated, and sacred to the presence of of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ephesians 2.21 Amen. This is a wild one right here. Ephesians 3.14 My response is to get down on my knees before the Father, this magnificent Father who parcels out all of heaven and all of earth. I can feel the angels flying around my forehead right now. Release the angels upon your minds. Let their wings touch your foreheads. This magnificent Father who parcels out all heaven and earth, I ask Him to strengthen you by His Spirit. Not a brute strength, but a glorious inner strength. Glorious inner strength that Christ will live in you as you open the door and invite him in. <laughs> and I ask him that with both feet planted firmly on love, you'll be able to take in with all followers of Jesus Christ's love, reach out and experience. Okay. You'll be able to take in with all followers of Jesus the extravagant dimensions the extravagant dimensions of Christ's love. Reach out and experience the breadth. Test its length. Plumb its depths. Rise to the heights. Rise to the heights. Live full lives. Full in the fullness. You just say that, I'll get you drunk. Full in the fullness. <laughs> Live full lives full in the fullness of God. Oh man, as I'm reading the word, the glory is becoming like a thick cloud inside my head. I can see the, the cloud getting stronger and stronger. It's almost like I'm eating a glory cloud of bread with this word right now. This is pretty wild. <laughs> Rise to new heights and live full lives full in the fullness. 
Hey, man. Just 3,000 more promises of resurrection, is that okay? <laughs> yeah, that's the fullness of the fullness. Ephesians 3.21 Now we offer up to God all the glorious praise that rises. You know, there's over 222 scriptures in the New Testament about rising. 222. That means in all your Christian activity, you are to rise. <laughs> and the covenant promises fulfilled in rising. All the glorious praise rises from every church in every generation through Jesus Christ. And all that will yet be manifest through time and eternity. Amen. Ephesians 4.11 It was the risen one who handed down to us such gifted leaders. So what's the work of those who've risen? His name here and the description is risen one. Ephesians 4.11 So what is the function handed down from a resurrected life. The Bible tells you, prophets, apostles, teachers, evangelists, and pastors. It's the function of the fivefold manifesting his risen life. So what's the fivefold for? Maturity. Helping everyone rise. It's called growing up. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> up. <laughs> There's no uh -huh, growing sideways. Yeah. Oh, oh well, unless you're on the wrong kind of diet, a donuts and Cheetos <laughs> diet of junk food and somebody can repent today. <laughs> and join our Watch My Ephesians Drill Sergeant video, like with me and the girls, we watch it. And uh, I think some of them got on board with me. You just put on your cell phone, put on the Stairmaster, and you go until that Bible video is done. That is the Ephesians bloodbath, drumline edition, amplified classic, jet fuel for your spirit, you will absolutely die. You'll be feeling it by the end. No matter what level you use the Stairmaster at, highly guarantee it, you will be dead. The animal will be dying. You will be dying and force it into the eyes the whole time. Get your headphones on and just, you will thank me later. Enjoy. You're welcome. Grow up. <laughs> I like it because they're on the stairs. They're like, I climbing up, going up. There's that dead animal behind. I don't want to get on the stairmaster. I don't want. Shut up, and die, and <laughs> get on the. <laughs> That's just how I talk to myself. That's not how I talk to you. That's just how I talk to myself. You can take it, or leave it. How you do it? It's good. The physical fitness is an important part for a lot of people. If you're gonna be one of those who remain. Right now, there's not quite enough of that glory manifested physically for you could just eat giant piles of pasta like they do in heaven, chocolate cake unending, and not gain any weight. So just understand the grace. We don't want to overrun our grace, how much grace is acting in your life. Know what you have grace for. 
And if you're going to be one who remains, and by that I mean at least minimum the next 500 years living on earth, maybe a thousand years, this is the body you have right now. Glory to glory is, you know, until you're bursting into flames of fire and flying around like Superman Jesus style into the cloud, I would say watch your diet, exercise somewhat, you know, regularly. Cardiovascular health is great. You know, eat the Bible, you know, get the Bible in your spirit, feed your spirit, take care of your body. Uh, I talked to Paul from the Cloud of Witnesses and I talked to him about this. You know, you say, the physical fitness, it's of some value, and you talk about being spiritually fit is the most important. And, you know, why, you know, what's the difference? Why are we hearing more about it, you know, in our time? And what he told me was the reason why physical fitness is more important for your generation, especially the champions who are rising, the chosen who are chosen, and especially those who remain, is that a lot of the people in Paul's time that he was ministering to were going to be martyred. And so it's like, well, however many crunches you do, you're still going to die. So what's the point? <laughs> you know, I mean, to put it a little gruesome like that, but it's just the truth. And um, so I was talking to him about that. And he said, yes, you know, for those who remain, you know, there's going to be miracles and signs and wonders. But, you know, that's a body that you are called to steward. So understand as you're dying to self, putting the animal to death and the spirit is growing, you're going to have that continual healing in your body. But it's going to work against you if you get into gluttony. And what is gluttony? Why is it if I did it in the earth, it's gluttony. But when I go and have spaghetti dinner with the Holy Spirit in heaven, I have a plate that looks like it could feed five grown men. Why is that not sin in heaven? This is what it is. In the earth, the glory is being restored. The physical manifest Shekinah glory. So anything of a natural glory, right? The glory of the physical bodies, terrestrial glory, or the... The glory of the celestial bodies, the celestial glories, you know, things, stuff, anything in this life, whether it's people aren't idolatrizing, you know, the bricks, the pavement in heaven, even though it's gold, like people aren't over there worship. oh, the bricks, the pavement, wow, I mean, maybe you day one in heaven, what, <laughs> you know, but uh, it's enjoying those things together with the Father you have him first in your life so it's anything that's good and or perfect that comes down from the father of lights including food indulging in that separate from him it's that kind of trying to fill that void that chasm and that's that spirit of gluttony that's something that has to be cast out it's a demon that has to be cast out and it's also the fallen human nature which is resembling the nature of the fallen angels until the renewed mind is in that place and you sacrifice that so you're understanding you know i want to say this too especially because it's such a thing for women in our time you know eating disorders and all this and then the spiritual fasting you kind of covered up oh i'm fat well if i just fast yeah then you can you know i hear this all the time you know i hear this from so many women like oh oh i'm you know doing this and that and then well if i just fast because you know i need spiritual growth and then i'll just get my fitness in here and it'll be you know it's just like it's honestly it's mental uh, it's mental sickness and, and it's a demon. So I would say if that sounds more like in the ballpark of what you're dealing with, uh, I would say focus less on fasting. If you do, make sure you're doing it with a partner or someone that you trust with accountability and do a very short one. One, maybe two days. I would say very rare occasion, three days max for you, especially if you're in the glory because if you've realized Fasting in the glory is much different than fasting out of the glory. A day is like a thousand years, a thousand years like a day. You get a lot done. 
I would say for you, instead of fasting, I would focus on feasting for your spirit. Eat a lot of word. Make sure however much food that you're eating for your nutritional requirements or whatever is working best for you, whatever the, the Holy Spirit of grace has you doing with your physical body and your physical diet, make sure you're feeding your spirit more than you're feeding your body, right? So why, that's why fasting works, is because you're feeding the body less, the soul less, you know, the earthly things. And what the whole point of that is prayer, fasting, and the Word of God, right? So the whole point of fasting is you, you feed this thing less, and you feed, you know, your spirit, this one, a whole lot more. That's the whole point. So if you're someone who struggles with that kind of bipolar swing back and forth and should I be fasting and feeling bad about fasting or not fasting and all that insanity and it just gives you a bad feeling even thinking about it, you should not be fasting this season. Like I said, maxim maximum one, maybe two days with a partner or with a friend that you can trust that you can do it together and break it together and not feel like you're doing wrong to the Lord by not going seven days because you just you honestly don't need to be doing that right now. This is a season of feasting. Also, I want to add to that that you're much better off if you want to discipline this thing, but you you know you tend to get religious or you tend to get into that you know gluttony or eating disorder kind of realm, which is so prevalent in this day and age. It's a huge problem, especially you know for women or especially even for young men, young boys, you know, growing up on social media, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, it's such a it's such a problem in the animal nature. You're much better off feasting, watching the Joel's Bar, watching the RLM videos, reading the Bible, and praying and talking to God. So you feast on the Word, build up your spirit, and that will organically, as you grow and patiently bear fruit as a tree of life, right, the tree of life, Jesus Christ, growing within you, you're going to have a lot more victories in those areas and a lot more peace, clarity, and having the will of God done in your life, actually. Amen. And you're much better off to discipline your, your body. You're going to get, if you're a bipolar faster and feaster, you struggle with gluttony and all that stuff we just talked about, you're going to be much better off disciplining your body, forcing it to eat in a somewhat healthy way, and again, I recommend if you're having issues, talk to a trusted friend so that you know you're not just damaging your body or going crazy in a different direction with it. But talk to the Lord. Get a definite plan for what He wants you to do. Are you going to be one who remains? It's time to overcome those fallen human nature tendencies and put on the renewed rainbow mind of Christ because in that place, it all becomes its very clear. It'd be a clear path to take without sin, without gluttony, without fear, and without all the body dysmorphia. So we just anathema that. Out of every soul, whew, out of every mind, man, bam, out of your mind, out of your soul, and just be renewed to the beauty of holiness of Christ within you. That's where you're going to find that beauty that you're searching for. That, that, that thing that you think you're going to get when you eat a giant plate of food or delicious dessert, it's all empty. It's not going to satisfy you anyway. It's only when you're overfed on the Word of God. Then it overflows and the glory is getting into the food. And then the glory is just dripping with food. Food is dripping with glory. What is it? <laughs> I forget. You know, you're like, which one am I eating? The food? I'm eating the glory. This is... And you're doing it in the enjoyment of the Holy Ghost. And you feel the presence, you see the angels, 
I mean, you're eating snacks and the angels and those orbs and angel feathers and the word of God and you, just, you feel so good. You're not even thinking. And if you start to get into that weird headspace, what about this? What about that? This is what you, this is what I do if about anything that bothers me in my mind that's not renewed. This is one of the catchphrases that me and my angels have. They'll say to me, or I'll say to myself, nobody in heaven even thinks like that. Just say that out loud. Nobody in heaven even thinks like that. Nobody in heaven yeah. even thinks like that. So I just kind of scold myself, and if I notice this thing is kind of getting out of control, just say it out loud if you have to in the bathroom here. Nobody in heaven even thinks like that. What are you thinking about? Just, what are you doing? And it works. It's just like, oh yeah, hello, reality check. No one, this is about giving the culture of heaven on earth. So any negative thoughts about yourself or others or just anything that's not how people are in heaven because we want to bring that culture to earth. And it starts with this one right here and, you know, getting this renewed. Amen. Teresa of Avila said, against spiritual gluttony, there is no law. Yeah, go to town on that. Which means feeding your spirit is where you need to be gluttons and drunkards That's like right. Jesus Christ called That's the right. drunkard and the glutton. Amen. He was overfeeding his spirit from his father every day. He was fat. And what was the example that he led? Continuous breakthrough in every dimension. Mm -hmm. Sovereignty over everyone eventually. Hosanna in the highest palm branches laid out before his donkey. His donkey. <laughs> like he was PH fat. Jesus. And God said, then, all your victories of your overfed spirit, I want you to sacrifice them for the underfed spirits, that they may have an impartation from Jesus Amen. called the Holy Spirit, the Amen. promise of the Father. So it was only through Jesus' overfed spirit that we received the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the overflow of Jesus Christ himself. Amen. Amen. So that we'd be like him and learn how to feast and drink in Amen. heavenly things. Amen. That's what the marriage supper of the Lamb is. It's those who've learned how to mm -hmm. feast into their invisible inner man. Mm -hmm. And their inner man is more real to their brain than their outer man. That's what keeping mm -hmm. your eyes fixed on Jesus <laughs> is all about. We feed our spirit to renew our mind to heaven within us. If you're stuck in the outside realm, you're stuck in hell. Mm -hmm. It's literally, you're stuck in the kingdom of hell mm -hmm. if your mind is not renewed to the kingdom of heaven mm -hmm. inside you. Luke 17, 21. The kingdom is within the mm -hmm. born-again believer's spirit. That's the water that you're born of spirit and water of. Born I'm again. Okay. You're in the water. The water of the kingdom of heaven. Now you got to stay there by doing the same works as Jesus Christ, which is what? Getting your daily bread and getting your daily assignments from heaven, what you are to do. Mm -hmm. Amen. And it won't just be daily. It'll be seasonal. Mm -hmm. He'll give you seasonal Artisan assignments. Artisan seasonal bread. You know, he'll give you five-year plans. He'll give you 10-year plans. He often gives 20-year plans. He has given the Church of the USA a 100 year plan and we're in the time of entering the seventh day rest of god during this decade entering the rest of the works of the lamb of god what is it feasting on his finished works feasting on what he supplied for us at the right hand of god which is what 
feasting on all the truth of the Holy Spirit. How does a person follow the Holy Spirit? By feasting on the truth that the Holy Spirit emits from Himself. The Holy Spirit is what brings you the truth into your spirit man. And you digest it, and that's what changes your soul. Transformation of soul is a byproduct of feasting with your spirit. Healing in the body is a byproduct of a transformed mm-hmm. soul. Healing. Inner court, outer court are only changed by the holy place, which is your spirit, mm-hmm. from the holy of holies, which is God's own spirit. Amen. Healing is the children's bread. So you take that bread. First, you got to receive it, accept it, and then you take the morsel of it and you put it in your mouth and you eat it. And then it goes down and you swallow it. And then it goes down into your stomach. And then that's broken down into the components of what that's made out of. That bread was made out of these substances. And those substances become assimilated with your body. Now, if it's an earthly kind of bread, any part that was not able to be assimilated as nutrients for your body is excreted as waste. And so that's kind of with the earthly teachings. But as you're getting into the celestial bread, the sapphire stones, the sapphire bread stones, and uh, I don't know why I keep hearing pumpernickel bread. Like somebody's saying, I love pumpernickel, pumpernickel bread. I don't know. <laughs> but <laughs> you know the song. Pump don't act up. like you don't know. <laughs> you know the song. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's just those celestial breads, they don't have waste in them. And so it's just, it's all able to be absorbed into your spirit, man. And so that healing, that is the children's bread. That what you in, it's what you ingest internally. Let's say you have an eye problem. Your eyes aren't perfect. Let's say you have, uh, you know, some kind of chronic disease, like um, someone with like fibromyalgia or something like that. That is a result in the external body of a problem in your innermost being, in your spirit, man. There's a there's some kind of a a, a dis-ease there. There's a, a chronic condition in the spirit. So that's why when we start you on this journey, you first discover your spirit. Your spirit gets healed and glorified. Now those wounds of your spirit, which are very much real, and more real even than if you were wounded. I mean, if you were bleeding out, we would rush, you know, you would go to the hospital immediately. But for some reason, people will be bleeding out of their spirit. It's more eternal. It's it's more rugged than your flesh body, so you can take it, but it's not okay. You should see a doctor immediately, and by that I mean Dr. Jesus, the seven spirits of God within you. Most of you listening to this probably need to see a doctor immediately. You should see a doctor, a, a doctor immediately. <laughs> you got insurance. It's in the word of God. Know your rights. <laughs> I know my rights. I'm here to doctor. You can roll up. They that's, would still accept that's you really like that. strong wine. You guys should have a drink of that. You get your cups up. Your holy goblets. You should see a doctor immediately. I need to see a doctor immediately. My prescription. 
problem. You got a psychological problem? I had a, for a whole season of my life, I had a psychological angel assigned to me with signs, wonders, and confirmations. And I'd show up with my heavenly medicine every day, and I'd be like, I'm never take my pills, I know! I would just be extra with them. <laughs> Gotta get some entertainment with the angels. They're out here working all the time. I'll take my pills today. <laughs> How they injected me? I was like, at first, when they was like, here's your psychological angel assigned to help you. Yeah! Oh, really? <laughs> okay. What is your pill every day? Jesus. What is your cough syrup? Oh, you be sneaking that cough syrup late at night. Jesus. The blood of Jesus. It's Not really, really strong potent wine tonight. Yeah. And uh, I just encourage everyone while you're watching right now, just like a, a little child with tea time with God, just bring your invisible cup out, mm -hmm. and uh, I command your holy angels mm -hmm. to fill your cups with fresh <laughs> new wine from Jesus Christ in heaven. And cough syrup. And, and then just <laughs> open your mouth and tilt your head back, and then just drink deeply. It really works. You say, I do need to take my medicine today, Lord Jesus. I do, I know. That was some of the best drunken glory just uh, during yeah. the live. Just, whoa. It's so strong. This is the wine of Bina. This yeah. is the wine from your mother's womb. How can a man be born again celestially by entering into the seventh palace? Whoa. That's how. And uh, so, yeah, so your body, like I said, if you were sick or if you were bleeding out and dying, we would take you to the hospital, right? You'd go to the ER. But for some reason, people go 10 years, 20 years, just bleeding out their spirit, just, oh, just arrows sticking the out. The woman with the issue of blood oh. is everyone, because they have blood issues mm -hmm. by being human, until <laughs> Jesus' blood transfuses right. them through drinking the blood of the everlasting covenant. It's a river through your entire body. Yeah. Glory. So as you get the healing, now this is what is this is what differentiates you from when you look around. This is going to be this is we're going to say best case scenario for you because that's what we have in mind for you. Uh, you know you're going to be working on healing in your spirit, getting all the junk out, getting all the spirits of iniquity out. It's like in the Matrix when they suck. They're like I think you're bugged, and they put that tube on his back. <laughs> And that nasty thing comes out. out that's literally, literally, when there's iniquity in the spirit, it's like that. You got to get the spirit cleansed first. <laughs> but it'll be less dramatic for you. Robot in your belly. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> that's your problem. That's why you're not healed in your spirit. You've been bugged. So we need to debug you. Release the debugging angels. A, a spirit that's not discipled in the gospel with <laughs> tremendous celestial light will, by default, that spirit yeah. will go into iniquity. Right. That's why you have to be trained. Yeah. There's no example in the New Testament of a person just doing everything right after they're born again. Every single one comes <laughs> under authority yeah. and gets trained in holiness, mm -hmm. the gospel, the Amen. scriptures, wisdom, righteousness, the path of resurrection, a vision for building up their spirit, mm -hmm. and you constantly transfigure your spirit until your spirit mm -hmm. transfigures your soul, which means your mind, will, and emotions are now easily yielded to the Holy Ghost through your whole spirit within. Amen. And you need that training because this thing is set to the default settings, like factory default settings when you're born is to constantly do the wrong thing. 
And no matter if you're, t well, you can might be told, well, it's good to do this, it's bad to do that, it's bad to do this, it's good to do that, except for these exceptions and these rules and these laws. And so there's kind of a facade of good and right, you know, good and evil, right and wrong. But the factory default settings on the human born in the curse of the fall without the regenerated spirit by the spirit of Jesus Christ within you at salvation is to do the wrong thing. And even when you're born again, you've still got you that seed that you receive the deposit. You've got ground to conquer. You've got layers and layers of soul. It still is on factory default settings. I don't know who wired it like this. It wants to do the wrong thing. That's like Paul's like, I, I do what I don't want to do. I don't try, you know, why isn't it working? But then later on, as he conquers, it's like, okay, you know, now it's it's working, right? Because there's the training. Why is the training needed? Because you're actually going against your default factory settings. That's what I'm calling it. It's your your nature. You're going against your own nature. There's a new nature, and while that one's small, and the old one is still seems pretty big, because the mind's not renewed yet, because this thing is what controls the system. This is the chemical electric panel that makes decisions for the impulses of the flesh. Well, if you're not going against your own soul, you're not growing in Christ. Right. You're going to be fighting your own nature. So when it comes to those big moments, the moment of decision. That's the animal sacrifice. Right. That's the, when the moment of decision comes, the moment of, of truth, where you're faced with a decision and the pressure is on, there might be temptation, there might be, you know, whatever the situation you want to go, you want to... You know, you want to give him the finger and tell him off and have a nice day and God bless you, you know. The apostolic burden. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was doing it and I have revelations on it. I'm still angry, you know. <laughs> you, know people, you know how people get, they take all the things from God and just use it for the animal factory settings. <laughs> ah! You know, it's just in the moment of truth, you, all you remember is either default settings or remember your training. So that's what, this is another one, my angels and I, my angels and I, we have this, another little catchphrase, remember your training, remember your training. Or like, the what? don't do it, don't do it. <laughs> and then it's like, remember your training, remember your training, okay. <sighs> All right, but it works, you know. So whatever it takes, whatever it takes ministries, that's what the, some of our friends texted, was like, whatever it takes ministries. That's right, <laughs> whatever it takes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get whacked out of your mind, <laughs> It makes it a lot easier when you get whacked out of your mind. Wow, that's great. It's like celebration wine tonight. Amen. You know, uh, one of the greatest promises in the Bible, I'll tell you right now. He saved the best wine for last. Hallelujah. Amen. You got your cups ready. I got... You got a verse? Yeah, well, it's this is a, a quote that, um, that we're supposed to read from John Milton. Well, we went back to the beginning tonight. And, uh, yeah, there's something in here. We're going to read it, and it's going to happen, and he's going to do it. I don't know. God's sitting on his throne. <laughs> That's usually how it works. Well, I don't know, but he said. I believe it. So then, you know, it'll happen, and then it'll be. <laughs> and it'll be all right. <laughs> it's going to be all right. God's sitting on his throne. More wine. Yeah. God sitting on his throne sees Satan flying towards this world. Then newly created shows him to the son who sat at his right hand, foretells the success of Satan in perverting mankind, clears his own justice and wisdom from all imputation, having created man free and able enough to have withstood 
his tempter, yet declares his purpose of grace toward him. In regard he fell not of his own malice as did Satan, but by him seduced. The Son of God renders praises to his Father for the manifestation of his gracious purposes toward man. But God again declares that grace cannot be extended towards man without the satisfaction of divine justice. Man hath offended the majesty of God by aspiring to Godhead, and therefore, with all his progeny, devoted to death must die, unless some one can be found sufficient to answer for his offense and undergo his punishment. The Son of God freely offers himself as a ransom for man. The Father accepts him, ordains his incarnation, pronounces his exaltation above all names in heaven and earth, commands all the angels to adore him, they obey, and hymning to their harps in full choir, celebrate the Father and the Son. Celebrate the Father and the Son with harps, David's harp, sapphire stones, the sapphire tree, the keys of David, celebrating with angels on harps and an outpouring of new wine, the crowning of the Son of God, the Son of Man, made flesh, his word, his spirit, his blood, his wine is, his blood is his wine poured out on us tonight for a celebration, his spirit dwelling in human flesh, crowned with glory. This is the glory of a gray-haired man is his children, his grandchildren, lifted up in glory. The crowning of the Son of Man, holy unto the Lord, a golden band and a white linen cap of the priest, sealed with an insignia whose color and design is known only to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and those dignified angels in those high heavens who have seen and who know its sign, its symbol, and its meaning, but by undeserved grace. <laughs> Let it be crowned upon those rising on the sapphire stones to touch the altar of the Son of Righteousness within. And as it is written, anyone who touches it shall be made holy. The horns of the altar. Thank you, Father, for the crowning. In the presence of your servant, Metatron. <laughs> the outpouring of the wine and celebration, angelic celebration. To celebrate you, Father, and your son, your plan for the redemption of man. For the redemption of woman, 
body, soul, and spirit redeemed with crowning glory deserved only by the Godhead three and one but given undeservedly to your sons, your daughters we receive the crown of Yetzirah, of Yetzirah lightning upon Keter and begin our journey through Malkut of Berea of Yetzirah and we thank you for it and we give a special thanks to John Paul Jackson in heaven I saw him the other night he was giving us keys downloads he was acting as a, uh, a teacher a high school teacher in my dream and uh, I just I wonder I, I, I wonder how marvelous are the mysteries he, you know he loved the mysteries I just want to honor John Paul Jackson uh, from the cloud of witnesses in heaven he's our dear friend and I've met him a couple of times now in heaven the the awe and the wonder the mystery his passion for the mystery and dreams and unlocking them He was teaching in the tree of Yetzirah, of the higher tree of Berea. And if you're one of our students in the training in righteousness, you might understand what I'm saying. If not, uh, maybe one of our students can link below, if it's not already linked, the, a link to the playlist for our masterclass on training in righteousness. It has all the visual aids, read-alongs, teaching and preaching, as well as our um, downloadable PDFs on our Glory Life app that you can check out and you can download those notes and kind of go through. We have some of those available for you. Yeah, go through the master class. It's mm -hmm. highlighted in uh, the, the app, mm -hmm. RLM. Mm -hmm. It's called Glory Life by RLM in the app store and the Android store but master class and it will train you mm -hmm. in all the higher things of walking on sapphire stones right if you want to look find the playlist on on youtube and you're not sure where to look you can just open up the app and click on that picture that says the master class you click on it it'll take you to a link directly to that playlist and i highly recommend go through it even if you just have it playing while you're doing your house chores doing your work you know you're driving to work driving to class whatever it is that you're doing and you'll notice that something, you'll hear something, and it'll stand out to you. That's when you stop what you're doing if you can, or you pause and you, rem you remind yourself, you know, to pay attention to that part. And then you go and there'll be more in there for you. So you can kind of just let it feed your spirit on autopilot. Then when the Holy Ghost highlights something in there, okay, you need to pay attention to this part. Then you know, kind of put your full focus on it. That way you can go through the whole school. Or if you want to go full intensive, take it as a college course. Sit there with your notes, type up your notes as you would college course. That's very fruitful. You can do that too for our more serious students. All right. Amen. Bless you guys. Amen. What a wonderful broadcast. Tonight. This is good. Let's have one more drink with everyone. Yeah. If you haven't, get, like, get you got to have some of this. Get yeah. Your barrel. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for your wedding celebration of those completely transfused by your living blood, head to toes. We drink you and do your will and advance your kingdom as your friends. Amen. Amen. Cheers. <laughs> mm.
<laughs> Nothing like that infusion of wine. Just glorifying your bones and your brains. Amen. To live high in the glory all the time. And to do God's will with it. It's the best life. <laughs> the high life. <laughs> it really is. Amen. Bless you guys. We're going to have an incredible week. It's always something fun and fresh that the Spirit's doing to revitalize His people. The brain really can never get it. The Spirit gets it. The heart can predict it in true, accurate prophetics. But we're coming out of the flesh and building up the Spirit so that every day is progressively the best day of your eternal lives already begun on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus' name, bless you guys. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> if you'd like to give an offering, support this ministry, click the links in the description. I didn't tell Shadrach we're going to do this, but I want to do this because he uses his phone so much for ministry. And his phone battery leaked out and uh, died last night. And he had an older phone anyhow. I think it would be such a huge blessing to bless our, our, our leader over in Kenya with a new phone. So all the offerings that come in tonight go towards buying Shadrach a brand new cell phone so he can stay in communication and continue to use his phone to upload all kinds of wisdom that he uses it constantly for for Facebook and and all that so if you want to give an offering for a new cell phone for one of our leaders in Africa just click the links in the description and we'll bless him and you be blessed as you give God bless all the givers bless them financially bless them in their minds bless them in their hearts bless their angels open the eyes of their hearts for increase in every area of your life this is a covenant that makes wealth Teach them how to be fruitful and multiply and be good stewards of the wealth and the talents of wealth that you've given their hearts, their minds, their bodies through wisdom to produce wealth for your kingdom and bless them as they use the wealth that they produce for the kingdom. Let it be pressed down, good measure, overflowing and running over as all the increase comes for your house, Father, built up through your workers who are skilled in wisdom for producing wealth for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. You get blessed as you bless and serve with all your house, with all your head, with all your hand, with all your heart, and with all the increase of finances and all the increase of business and skill for Jesus Christ's house. Therefore, more will be added unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Glory.
You got me dead. 